You are listening to the Feast Podcast from the Light of Jesus family. We share here significant and heartfelt messages for you to reflect on and pray about. May this message help prepare you to face your challenges, follow your dreams, and open yourself up to God's unlimited blessings. A friend of mine is here. He leads the feast in Sydney, Australia. Tom, where are you? Tom is here. I've known him since I was in kindergarten. Uh, no, not really. I, but, but we live together. Live in tayo, di ba? For how many years? No, just, just for a few, two years, we, we live together. That's true. It's true. I, I know how his snoring sounds. It's, it's yeah, it's interesting. But he's, he's a good guy. We, we've, we've known maybe, what, 30 years? 30 years already. And uh, so he leads the feast there in Sydney. Uh, Hermes here, and he leads our publications ministry, our media ministry, <laughs> Shepherd's Voice, Kerygma, Kerygma TV, etc. Uh, great, great dude. We're, we're, how many of you want to earn money? You want to earn money? Um, if, if you have too much money, you know, and this is not your talk, that's fine, but, but we can talk later. <laughs> I'm, uh, we invited a guest speaker to, to bless you today, and after him, I'll, I'll pop in again and, and give, give a little bit more. But I, I want him to speak to you. He's young. He's a young guy. He's got a tattoo. You know, I don't know why Audie and this guy has, has tattoos now. They're, they're, he's a feast builder in Green Hills. And uh, if, if you live in that area or you've got friends there, do, do plug yourself into his feast. It's, uh, it's, he's amazing. He's the author of the book, How to Get Over, Overcome Financial Stress. And I know it's going to bless your life. He's going to talk about how to have a side hustle. Everybody say side hustle. During my time, this was, this was like an era before. You know if you're old, if you use the word sideline. That's, that's my age, sideline. Today they call it side hustle. All right. Please welcome J. Paul Hernandez. Tell the person beside you, you look good today. Can you give a big, big hand to Brother Bo and Brother Audie? We were just chatting this week with the servants and I was telling them and I was telling the people at the back, you know, every time I'm here, but like once a year, Feast Bay Area just keeps on getting better and better and better. Do I hear an amen? amen. And I noticed some of you that I've seen here before, you looked like agony in the garden. Now you look like Easter. You look like God is risen in your life. Yes? So we've got a big, big clap offering. Today I want to talk to you about how to create a side hustle. Because we want to have a financial goal. We want to have, we want to reach our financial goals. Yes? Let me tell you a story. You know, one of my friends, he talked to me, Jay Paul, I'm tired of working in PR. I've been working here for like more than a decade, for many years. And I want to start a business. Okay, then I, tell, I told him, do you know how to sell? 
No, but I'm going to start a business. But I'm going to do, I have savings. I'm, I can just do this. I'm going to franchise something. And I told him, no, I brought him to all my business mentors, like three business mentors. And he said, no, I'm sure with my business. And from a PR guy, from a PR background, you know what he did? Ask me, ano? He started a laundry shop. Can you see the clarity of vision? After 10 months, he walked to me and said, Bro, why? Look at what happened. Bro, I lost 400,000, my life savings in that laundry shop. You know why? Because employment and entrepreneurship, they're different. There's nothing wrong with employment, but if you want to shift to entrepreneurship or you want to create another income stream, you need to do it slowly. Say it with me, do it slowly. It's like you're running a marathon. Don't be excited. I noticed my mentors, they don't rely on one income. So that's the same thing. We have to create income streams. And then when the income streams grow, you decide what you want to do. You want to stay an employee? Or you want to stay, you want to become an entrepreneur? Or you want to keep doing both? Our goal is this. Become an employee-entrepreneur hybrid. It's, it's not one or the either. It's N. Do you agree? Because... When we earn more, we can actually give more. I'm not teaching you to earn more to be selfish. I'm teaching you to earn more so that you can multiply your generosity. Here's the fact, my dear brothers and sisters. Generosity is not a state of your bank account. Generosity is a state of the heart. So today, thank you. Kahit wala ka, if you don't have money yet and you're generous, what more when you have money and you will become more generous? Do I hear a big amen? First thing you need to do, start believing you can. Tell the person beside you, start believing you can. You know, I wrote this new book, How to Overcome Financial Stress, because when I resigned from my job to start a business, you know what happened? I got broke. Got into debt. And slowly did as many side hustles as I can do until I paid off the debt and then slowly got into the business I have now. In Proverbs, it says, the borrower is slave to the lender. That's why we hate financial debt. Because you cannot fly if you're a slave. Do you agree? Let me talk to you about one of my coaches. She approached me. Her name is Terry. And she said, Brother J. Paul, I have a good job. I have a good income. But the pro- problem is, I realized lately that my mom, my single mom, was in debt. So it's so sad because... She's 23 years old. She can't enjoy her good salary because she inherited not, not investments. She inherited debt. So just imagine the stress. So I, I, we coached her, talked to her. And then you know what? She started her side hustle after one week. Can you say one week? 
because she was desperate to get out of that situation. A lot of people stay in a stressful situation because they're not desperate enough. It's not about your financial capacity right now. It's not about your background. It's not, it's not about her course. It's about your mindset. And here's what I truly believe in. It doesn't matter what your age is. As long as you believe that you can, you will. Because God will bless you. You know something I learned from the feast, being part of a, being attendee to becoming a builder and being an entrepreneur, being a family man, being a dad. So good to be a dad. I love being a father. I love being a husband. When my wife decided to stop working, stop their business, her business to being a full-time mom, I said, Amen! But my knees were trembling. <laughs> but every day, we just keep moving forward. Every time, I realized one thing. One graceful thing is this. God will always provide. But it is our responsibility to hustle. God will prepare the path. We just need to walk it. Yes? We need to hustle. Tell the person beside you, it's time to hustle. A side hustle is you have a day job, 9 to 6 p.m., right? And then 6, 30, 6 to 6.30, you take a break. You go to the bathroom. You do makeup. And 6.30 to 10.30, every Monday to Friday, you, you go home. Oh, no, you go to your side hustle. You do whatever it is. Yes? As long as it's legal and ethical, okay? I don't want to uh, insinuate anything bad. So first, you start to believe you can. And second, start with a maximum of 5,000 pesos. So Terry came up to me. She showed me her designs. And, and we talked about it. And this is what her process was. Brother, this is what I can do every weekend with a minimum amount. I will not, shell, I will not bring out 5,000 pesos. And I can do this slowly. I can go to Divisoria to buy the packaging. And... And you know what she did was she created an ube flan from the recipe at home. And you know what she does every weekend? Ask me what? Goes home, opens the big kalan, and stares ube for eight hours every Saturday and every Sunday. And from Monday to Friday, after work, she sells it to office mates, to people outside. And she, did, she even did like put stickers, inspiring stories. Like She's a feast attendee. So one of the tumblers or the covers is You Are Loved, our tagline. Because aside from earning from it, she wanted to inspire her customers. She wanted to bring Jesus to her customers. So you know, her side hustle is only five weeks old. And now we can't talk to her because every week it's sold out. She keeps on mixing ube every single day. And guess what? She's slowly paying off 
their family's debt. Terry is with us today. That's her. That's and she opened Nicole's Ubiflan. Amen. God is good. Why only 5,000 pesos? It's because we want proof of concept. When you start that business, you don't know if it will work. Yes? So we only need, we maximize 5,000 so that if it fails, we can just, you know, cry for two weeks, start again, and, you know, until you find your thing. Yes? So you have to try and try and try again until that concept, that idea is proven that it works. Number three, start helping. Business is not about how cool your product is. Maybe you're telling me, brother, I don't know any cool recipe. I can't do anything. I'm, I'm good at watching Netflix or YouTube. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't know anything. I can't build a house. I can't build furniture. You know what? As long as you have a mindset to help people, you can slowly transform it into something you can earn from. And when you earn something, you give it away. Yes? Let me give you another story. This, this guy is Jude. Okay? Jude is a big guy. You know, he can walk from here outside PICC handstand with push-ups. His day job is a performance coach. What he does from 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. is he coaches high-level professional athletes in their sport so that they can perform better. They can become MVPs of their league or, or whatever. And then he's also an Asia regional professional CrossFit athlete. So after work, so 6 to 2, 6 to 3, 4 to 6, he does CrossFit training. And then from 7 to 10, he does a side hustle with me. It's on building online courses so that people who can't afford the expensive coaching, they can get it online. And... You know, he's a last month, he just won a competition, Asian competition. He is the only Filipino to go up the podium. He won third. Uh, foreigners were the first and two, but, you know, we're so happy. We're so proud of him. And it's really, you know, he helped me lose 25 pounds. Uh, and that Jude is here as well to give him a big hand. Another girl is Silene. She's a med deck. Right, and she's she needs to help her fa family. She needs to give a bit of her budget. And medtechs don't earn a lot here in the Philippines. Yes, so she's always thought about working abroad. Until people noticed she's great at posting on Instagram. Okay, she's really amazing. She like she has natural talent for it. So, you know what her side hustle is. Of course, from medtech, she's now a social media manager. And she has one client, and now two, three, four, five, six clients are knocking on her door to be their clients because she's really cool at posting. And our goal is this, for her to not leave the, leave the Philippines so she can stay with her family and earn here and be part of the feast here. Do, do you agree? That's her at there as well. That's, give her a big hand. 
Brothers and sisters, it doesn't matter what you know. It doesn't matter what your background is. It doesn't matter what your experience is in finances. What matters is you trust God that He will help you move forward. Do I hear an amen? amen? We just need to hustle and God will prepare us for the lefts and rights of entrepreneurship. And one day, here's what I prophesy. A lot of you here will be teaching future entrepreneurs how to become entrepreneurs. Let me share to you a Bible verse that I read every time I feel lazy. Who here feels lazy at times? Welcome to the club. It's from Proverbs 13 verse 11. It says, Wealth from get-rich schemes quickly disappears. Wealth from hard work grows over time. Do I hear a big, big amen? Brothers and sisters, you know that you have a gift and there's another thing. You are the gift. And the longer that you are not answering God's call, you are delaying the blessing from someone. Yes? God is calling to start this business who will help someone. Yes? And the longer you don't do the side hustle, you are not blessing this person who needs your hustle. Business or entrepreneurship or side hustle is about helping people. Today is the day you start helping more. Do I hear an amen? Thank you for having me. God bless you. Let me call on again, Brother Bo. Thank you. Big hand for J. Paul Hernandez. I want to ask again that question. How many of you, you know, want to earn more money? Just good. That's a very, very good question. Very good. You know, a lot of people, a lot of Filipinos, when they have needs, the first question isn't that. Their, their first question that pops in their brain is, where can I borrow money? Yes or no? That, that, that's what people think. San ako pwedeng mangutang? Where can I borrow money? Shift. You've got to shift that and say, no, if you have a need, how can I earn more money? And what, what, what the, the question really begs the, the whole idea of how do you define money? The basic definition of money is this. Money is a symbol of value. Can everybody say that, please? So if you want to increase your money, you've got to increase your, your value. The value that you bring to the table. When I think of that, I think of... How many of you have jobs right now? Raise your hand. Do you know why you have a job? Ask me why. Because you bring a certain value to your boss, to your company, to your business. You bring a certain value and that value is enough for them to pay you. You have a value. If you want to increase your money, then increase your value. Increase, increase the skill. Increase the capacity. Increase the talent. Increase the service. You, and, and in fact, what I want you to do is to change the label that you put on your ID. If you were an accountant, change that accountant 
that, that label in your ID. If, you, if you're an editor, if you're a messenger, if you're a manager, re remove that. Erase it. I want you to replace it with these words. You are a problem solver. Say that with me. I'm a problem solver. So just in case you're a janitor, you walk in tomorrow morning into your office, not as a janitor, but as a problem solver. So that when you see dirt on the floor, you say, I'm going to solve that problem. <laughs> but not only that, you're going to go beyond your job description because you're a problem solver. Your boss needs coffee. It's not in your job description. But, you know, he, he needs coffee. Sir, coffee. There's a customer waiting outside. All the staff are busy. The staff that's supposed to talk to that customer is busy. What do you do? If you're a janitor, oh, that's their problem. But if you're a problem solver, that's a problem. Sir, sir, uh, just wait a minute. Uh, uh, they're, they're busy. Sir, hi. You know, and you, you, you entertain that person until that, you got what I'm saying? You, you go beyond your job description and you say, how can I make this company earn more money? How can I regain the trust of old customers and bring them back? How, how can I make my boss be able to solve and, and save money? And then you look at different things and you go to your boss and she says, Sir, you know what? If, if what we do now is we go to A, then we go to B, and we go to C. Sir, I have found a way. If, if we go from A and jump to C, we'll be able to save some money. You know, guess what? One day your boss will need somebody to promote. And he needs somebody to get more responsibility. And the guy or the girl that he will think of is the one who is a problem solver. I want you to poke somebody on the shoulder and just say, you're a problem solver. And if you can do that in your job. One, one of the things that I, I really, when I think about this, I think of my dad. My, my father, he started as a 19-year-old kid in his company as a filing clerk. That was his first job. Did, did they post that old photo already? Yeah, that embarrassing old photo. With all my, yeah, look at that. That's, that's me and my sisters. Anyway, I, I was, you know, my dad was a filing clerk. Ask me why. Because he knew the alphabet. That's why. <laughs> he, he knew how to file the folders. But he was a problem solver. And let me tell you why. Because there's this scene in my mind that's burned in my brain. I, I will never be able to... When I think of my dad, I think of that. I think of this man holding a broom, cleaning, sweeping the garage. And then setting up these rattan chairs. There, there were no monoblock chairs during that time. He, he would set up the rattan chairs in our garage because the first ever prayer meeting of the Light of Jesus was on a Tuesday night and it, it was held in our garage. And my father was the one who would set up the chairs. He would be the one to put out the karaoke. Is there karaoke still today? You know what that is, right? And then, and then a microphone stand and microphone and, and he'll set it up. My father is a quiet man. He, he doesn't talk. He's like me. He, <laughs> I'm, I talk on stage, okay? 
But off stage, I'd rather listen. My father is like that. He's, he's not very talkative. But what he does is when he sees a problem, he picks up a broom and he deals with a problem. And that's why he probably was one of the best filing clerks in the world because when he retired, he was assistant vice president of the biggest food company in the Philippines. Why? Because he was a problem solver. Do you have a job right now? And do you want more income? You've got to change your job description or job label or job title and make that decision. I think, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of Hermie. Hermie is a man who I, I love to interview him because I, I've known him for, for the past 385 years. Uh, Hermie, what was your first job? Come here. What's your first ever job? I think you were 18 or 19 years old. Am I right? Yes, yes. What, what was your first job? I was a clerk typist. You were a clerk typist. You knew how to type. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. and, and um, I want you to know that this guy, he retired early. Um, not, well, not really early. When did you retire from EEI? 2013. All right. Just three years ago. EEI, biggest, you know, humongous thing. And... and uh, and uh, what? No, five years ago. Five years ago. Five years. And uh, sorry, so math is not really the great thing. Uh, <laughs> at least you knew how to type. No. Okay, Hermie. But he retired from EEI as president of a subsidiary. He was leading um, hundreds of people. So he started as a clerk typist and he moved up to president. And then after that, when he retired, he volunteered to, to head our ministries, uh, our publication and media ministry. So thank you so much, Hermie. You. Bless you. Those things happen because people can, they, they put more value on the table. I did not follow my father's career path. I did not get a job. I became an entrepreneur. Now, young people, they want to become entrepreneurs. Yes or no? Young people, they, they'd rather not have a job. You know, they, they, wanna f they don't want to have a boss. But let, let me say this, and this is so important, that, that I don't know if, uh, if Jay Paul already said that, but if, if we have, in one of my businesses, I've, I've, got, I've got two major ones, um, a few other you know, side hustles, but one of them has 800 employee uh, 800 customers i have 800 bosses and the other business has 18000 customers well i've got 18000 bosses that to understand that if you've got a job you report for work and you you're you're there for what 8 9 hours but if you're an entrepreneur you, you bring home your work and you you think about it because you're the buck stops with you and so are you ready to do that? And the idea is this. You want to solve the problems of your customers. And if you can do that, then entrepreneurship is for you. So Jay Paul is so right. Keep your day job. Keep it. And then while you're there, do a side hustle. In fact, I'm going to recommend something controversial to you. And, and J-Paul was mentioning it already, but I'm going to say it again. I'm going to emphasize it to you. You need to learn how to sell. You really, 
really, can you squeeze someone's arm until blood spurts and tell that person you need how, learn how to sell. You really need to learn how to sell. Brother Bo, I, that's not for me. That's not, I'm, I'm shy. Do you know that I know of very, very shy people who are incredible salespeople? You know why? It's not, how, it's not so much what you say, but it's authenticity and sincerity that will make a sale. Sale is based on trust. If a person trusts you, they're going to buy from you. And sometimes the, the, the most talkative people, they're good at PR, they're good at engaging, but sales, and, and that will help in some way, but even if you're not talkative, even if you're a little bit more introverted, if, if people can sense sincerity that you really want to solve their problem, they're going to buy from you. If you, the most important skill of entrepreneurship is sales. And I, I pray that God will raise you up. I pray that God will bless you. And yes, it's all about helping. Don't, don't think of it as selling. Think of it as helping. You've got to shift your mindset. I'm helping people. I'm going to help this person. You know what? For, for some of you, I will recommend joining a network, networking or MLM program. Just choose the best, okay? Just the, um, avoid the scams, but get a good company and learn. The reason why I, I recommend that to some people, it gets you out of your little cocoon. And it teaches you how to face people. And it teaches you how to present. It teaches you how to accept rejection, you know, just go through all through the blood, sweat, and tears of trying to sell to someone. Because when you're able to learn that, then whatever business you're going to have will be better for you. Well, I'm, I'm going to invite you to stand up. And Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see anyone who's truly competent, you know, truly competent workers? They will serve kings. And I'm going to be praying right now that your value, you know, as you nurture it and work at it, it will increase and you stop thinking of yourself as, as just, you know, I'm, I'm, just a, I'm just a worker or I'm just an office person or I, I, I'm just, you know, a messenger. I, I'm just a... No, you're, you're, a, you're a problem solver. You're a helper. You're, in your heart, you're a, you're a servant. And as you serve more people and help more people and bless more people, the money will follow. You've got to believe in that. Elbow somebody. Elbow somebody. Just say, the money will follow. Just keep helping. Just, just, just keep serving. Just keep solving problems of the people around you. Be a giver. Be a giver, not a taker. The money will follow. The money will follow. I want to pray for you. Ask God's grace and blessing for your financial life. Are you ready? Let's offer our jobs and then let's offer our side hustle. If you still don't have one, let's pray for one. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
just pray this with me father i offer to you my job my income stream my business my side hustle and some of you don't have one yet so let's pray for one for you to that god's guidance be yours say this with me father use me to solve the problems of people to fill needs use me to serve and to help and i know father the blessings will follow i want to serve you all the days of my life i will be a blessing i will be a gift to the world in jesus name amen thank you for listening to this podcast from the light of jesus family for more messages like these please visit lightfam.com slash podcasts